Tom, I just want to say that using dinner mints for that exercise is incredibly effective. It's just it's an exercise of pure willpower not to just chew it. Um, all right, so my name's Dan. Uh, I promise you this will be uh, important as we go forward. Um, so my central idea uh, just for this reflection on the two messages we heard where God is my banner and God's my peace. My central idea is that names are an indicator of a relationship you have with someone. And as you look at other people, names are an indicator of their relationship. So I have personally gotten a lot out of this series so far, not just banner and peace, but prior messages before that. I think they've just really, they've really resonated with me. And a big reason for that is a rather trivial and silly story that I'm going to talk about and explain why it's enabled me to get a lot of this, a lot of this series. <clears throat> so for some context, I am not natively from Connecticut. I am, <clears throat> sorry, mint is like scratching my throat. <laughs> I am not natively from Connecticut. Uh, I am from Rhode Island, uh, from a small suburb northeast of Providence. Uh, that is where most of my family is. That is where the church I grew up in is. That's where we still have a lot of close friends. Um, that was Sharon and I met in college at UConn, but like that was where we decided to get married, just back in Rhode Island. There's still like, a lot of people that I've known for a really long time there. Um, and around this time last year, my mom, you know, as we're expecting our baby boy, my mom says, you know, like, do you guys want a baby shower in Rhode Island? And Sherry and I chatted, and we actually said, like, yes, but can it be like men, women, children, like just just everyone, no games, no weird anything, just a big lunch with like a bunch of people we don't get to usually see. And I was like, all right. And we had, and by the way, it was awesome. But she asked me, like, is there anyone you want to invite? And I was like, ah, uh, maybe, like, from Connecticut that we knew from college or whatever. And I was like, actually, yes, there's, you know, one family that we met from college. They live closer to the Rhode Island, Connecticut border. It would be easier for them to go to a party in Rhode Island, and we haven't seen their kids. So, cool. Invite them. So I don't think anything of it. Give my mom their contact info. And about, I don't know, maybe a week or so goes by. And from one of these friends, I get an all-caps text. It just says one word, Danny. Just get an all-caps text, one word, Danny. And immediately my brain goes off. I'm like, did my mom invite them to Danny and Sherry's wedding shower or baby shower? And that's what happened. So my mom, you know, calls this friend. And just is like, Danny and Sherry. Must have said Danny and Sherry like five times. And they're like, your parents still call you Danny? And it had never occurred to me until that moment that my parents and probably 70% of the people that still live in Rhode Island call me Danny. Because when I was like four and first had an opinion of what I wanted to be called, I introduced myself as Danny from like four until about age 12. And then I pivoted to Dan. And so they thought it was funny. Now my mom, being a mom, one-upped herself. And when she printed out the invitations, you can guess what she did. It says Danny and Sherry's baby. And they just like, my friends were dying at this. Like they thought it was like the funniest thing in the world that like my parents and like a large contingent of people still call me Danny because they know me as Dan. Like everyone in this room knows me as Dan. Now, why do I bring the story up? Because if you call me Danny and I allow you to call me Danny, we have a very specific relationship. I love my wife. She knows she can't call me Danny. Like if, you know, whatever. If like Matt Wachowski were here, he knows you cannot call me Danny. If you call me Danny, that is an indicator that you and I have a very specific relationship and you probably taught my Sunday school class, right? Like, but if you think about that, either with you or with people you know, there's a name somebody uses for you that is like special to like only they can use. Or maybe if you've observed it, you're like, oh yeah, other people can call them that, like, but I can't. 
closest comp I can give is like if I were to walk up to Patrick and call him skinny, he would correct me. But if Scruff hadn't seen him in forever and he like ran up to him and screamed skinny and gave him a hug, Patrick would be totally cool with that. And that's right. That's how that's how we are. That's how we are as people. We interact with each other differently, and the names we use for one another are an indicator of those relationships. So now that brings us full circle. So I've been thinking about like just this idea throughout the entire series of names as indicator of relationships. And so now we get to Banner and we get to Peace. And for me, there was an initial problem, right? Because we are welcomed to and we are called to, right? Call God our Banner and our Peace. And I remember thinking very vividly in the first message we did when, when Tom mentions God introducing himself as I am who I am. And it would seem to me entirely inappropriate to just assume I have that level of relationship with someone that introduces themselves as I am pure presence. Like, all right, you're my banner. You're, you're my peace. Like, to, to just assume that that's our relationship to me feels very presumptuous and quite frankly inappropriate. And so one of the, the beautiful central tensions at the heart of this entire series has been how can we have that assurance of God is my banner, God is my peace. And I was thinking about uh, for banner, right? Tom mentions John 3. And I, I love the way ESV, the ESV puts verse 14 and 15. And it reads, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. So, right, we see, like, what is my assurance that I can, like, God, you are my banner. Like, Jesus Christ, like, is that assurance. Like, when I put my faith in him, that is my confidence. And he's, like, he literally says to me himself, I am your banner. And I was thinking about peace, and I was like, wow, okay. And I've been thinking about peace throughout the week. And Sherry and I, you know, for Kilian's bedtime routine, we read him the Jesus Storybook Bible. And there is a beautiful, just beautiful one-sentence line in the Jesus Storybook Bible where Mary is at Jesus' tomb, and, like, she thinks he's dead. And she's clearly distraught, and Jesus calls out to her. And the Jesus Storybook Bible says, only one person said her name like that. She could hear her heart thumping. And I was just like, oh, that's such beautiful peace. That, like, God incarnate in Christ comes to earth and as he's interacting with people he says their name in a unique way. And I'm like, oh, that's just like, I was thinking about that this morning and it's just like, I felt so much calmer. Like, the God of the universe enters time and space and has a unique way of saying my name. It's just, it just really just took a huge load off. Um, so, throughout the Gospels, it mentions that as Jesus was dying, right, um, mentions, I think it's three of them, it mentions, as Jesus is dying, it mentions this line that the curtain was torn in two, and that curtain was what, you know, separated the holiest of places from, like, everything else. And I don't know, do we have that passage in Hebrews? Do we have that up there? Awesome. Uh, so I'm going to read Hebrews from chapter 10. And the writer of Hebrews is, like, meditating on this idea of the curtain, right, of access being Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, opened for us through the curtain, that is, his body. And 
since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So I just, I love that so much because, you know, like again, thinking about this idea of like, how can I know this is my relationship with God where I can call him my banner, my peace, seer, and I know I'm forgetting one. And it talks about right here, like that old curtain that separated that access, gone. And it says so clearly, like that new curtain is now Jesus Christ. And like in him, that is your entryway. That is your like assurance that like God isn't just I am who I am. He is, he is banner. He is peace. Um, so yeah, as you look back on this series or maybe as you, as you look forward, you know, toward future messages, just think on this idea of like names being indicators of relationships because it's honestly, it's really helped me out a lot. Um, and not just individually, but also like collectively as well. Like we don't just relate to God as I am who I am. We, we interact with him as collectively as, as banner and peace. And that's because like what we call him indicates our relationship and our relationship is son, daughter. And that's a really beautiful thing to think about. So, yeah, that was it. That's all I got. <laughs>